just pull it together. What's going on? Nothing. Yeah. I've been staring at this computer all morning. You have? It's not even morning. It's one o'clock. So all day. All morning and early afternoon. You've been working hard? I mean. Yeah, of course. What else do I do? Work out. Hard. Father's Day gift. Happy Father's Day. How was it? Thank you. So cute. It was it was awesome. We went and got um, donuts. Found this place called the Mini Donut Company in Carlsbad. And let me tell you, like, I'm, I love I do love donuts, but I I don't eat donuts with my kids often, which is a shame. I even feel bad saying that. But I'll bring them to get donuts sometimes. You know, they're kids and they should eat donuts. And. I was like, screw it. I'm eating some donuts with the kids. And it was awesome. We had a good time. It was like, and it was cool. It was like this mini plate. The donuts were legit like this big. But they had like 20 flavors. Oh, yeah. Did they have stuff that you could dip it in as well? I like that. No. No, but that would have been awesome. That would be phenomenal. Like chocolate. Mm -hmm. They should just make... Mini do- like a mini donut company where it's just plain donuts, but then you can pick whatever like dipping you want. That I had that in um, Austin at the super cute little. Makes sense. Austin has some cool stuff. Oh man, it was divine. Anyway, I didn't dress up for you today, but I dressed up with Connor Murphy. I'm, of course, I dress up for Connor Murphy. Isn't he just the best human in the whole world? <laughs> He's a good dude. Anyway, if I was going to dress up, I have to show him off. It'll become a thing. So today we are meeting with investors. Yeah, in LA. Mm. Or Dubai. That's a good... Maybe not Dubai. Maybe. Yeah, it's far too. The what? It's really far too. You're so tired. You just want to stay at home. Yeah, like I need a good day at home. But I am going to the Blink-182 concert tonight, so no no days at home tonight. You are? How excited are you? I am excited that you're a little, uh, you got a notification that reminds me I'm going to turn mine off. Because if I want to make fun of you, I, did I better turn, turn my off mine. Okay. It's FaceTime. It's my son. I'll just blame him. Ah. Um, okay, let's get back to the reason we are hosting a podcast called Authentic Selves. Um, it's, oh my God, it's disgusting when you slurp your coffee like that. Does everybody have to hear? <laughs> it's a big mug, so I'm still learning how to do it properly. It's huge. Like, how do I do this? Let me show you. I have a large mug. Oh. Did you hear it? It was anything? like tea. So coffee you have a to tiny sip though. I don't want a tiny sip like that. I want a big sip. All right. Okay. So today we're gonna to be discussing chapter two, maybe chapter three of Becoming Supernatural. 
Before mm. we jump into the actual chapters, do you feel like your life has changed a little bit because of this? I do. Yeah. I actually, yeah, absolutely. Um, well, there's a theme throughout this book so far uh -huh. for a reason. And it, and what I think it does is it forces you to um, think about it with some level of like intention and practice it. And it's this idea of no longer and being stuck in the past and thinking about the past, right? And taking that energy or, or, or saving that energy for the opportunities, the endless opportunities of the future, right? Being present and then being open to these endless opportunities of the future. And I think like that part of this has been um, a pretty like, changing experience so far. And like Absolutely. how it's happened, you know, I think, I think like one part is just awareness. Like, okay, it, it's understanding. And then it's, it's under like, it's, it's learning this and being like, wow, okay. Yeah, I can relate to this. And then trying to like think back to how it's been and and see how this same thought pattern and this, this idea of being stuck in a, a past thought pattern and past events can kind of dictate what happens in the future and saying like, wow, I'm seeing all these, these repetitive events that have happened over years and years and years and years and years and years and myself and family members and friends and all these different things. And then, and then saying like, okay, well, I don't want that to happen anymore. And then trying to free yourself of that. And you free yourself of that through meditation, um, on learning how to be more present, uh, learning how to kind of, create this future that you want and attach a high level of emotion to it like be be aware and create emotion and that's pretty interesting um i think that's been the most changing so far i agree you know i think what it really illuminated for me is that i have so much more control than i think i do and i don't really like to use the word control because it has a very negative connotation to me but maybe i should say i have a lot more power over my future and my experiences and my present moment than I have allowed myself to realize, right? So I am the one creating my own distraught, my own suffering, my own um, creating these negative patterns over and over and over again, because I'm the one just like reimagining these old events taking place in the same way all the time. Like if I think about my thought patterns and what I'm thinking about, I'm constantly thinking about the past or projecting like what's not going to happen. Like I, like I am just, a, just come to realize like my, my thinking is like 99% just really fucking negative, which is weird because I'm such a positive person, but um, you know, my thoughts and my automatic thoughts and the thoughts that are familiar to me, right, which is what we're trying to shift, 
are very negative and they're oh. very much like back in these old negative core beliefs that I have about myself and my life. And so, you know, through reading this book and doing the meditations, just becoming very aware that when this happens and I'm like stuck in this like doomsday prophecy, which I often get stuck in, I need to just bring it back to like in this moment, what's happening and I can choose differently. And a lot has shifted for me just with that practice, which has been kind of incredible. It's, it's, it's experiencing what's happening right now in yourself by being the observer. You know what I mean? Like that's, what's been shifting is like, I've, it's, it's, because I've heard about that so much and, and never really practiced it and understood it. And only till recently can I be in a situation or in a thought pattern and kind of take this like step back or overview and just kind of look at what's going on and being like, no, that's not, that is not where we need to be. Like I, I'm seeing this happen. I'm seeing where it's going, taking this observation and then like essentially shutting coming back to the present, shutting it down and then moving forward. And this whole idea of like the quantum field of being infinite possibilities started to make sense because, and then like how you're being stuck in the past and these like, past thought patterns can can dictate that and continue to push you on the same path forward which is like essentially repeating the past like your path forward is a repetition of the path right past yes. makes sense because like you think about in one single day and this is like how i was thinking about it it just made a lot of sense you think about it in one single day how many decisions you have to make and each decision you make opens a whole nother possibility of decisions, right? So, and then you get to choose which one you make. And then you make another decision and it opens a whole nother possibility. And it's just like, it's exponential. How many decisions you can make within one single day that have a massive impact on your future. Yeah. And if every decision you make is based off of things that have happened to you in the past, you're essentially going to make the same decision over and over and over and over again, repeating the past. Yes. You know, and it's like, and that, when I was thinking about it that way, I'm like, well, think about how many opportunities for both of us have, have been presented to us. I mean, and I think like over the last decade, how many opportunities have been presented? But because of fear and this, like, this, this being stuck in this, past associated thought pattern what decision i made based off of the opportunity that was in front of me and how that affected the future and where i am today it's like oh my god like it just it's crazy and you can't get stuck there because that's done right but 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 what you can think about is like okay all right i can think about being present i can think about what i want i can create this emotion towards it and it's that emotion now when i make a decision it's not based off of these emotions of the past these kind of negative emotions that are very strong but it's about you know it's it's meditating being present and creating emotions about a potential future that you want that end up being stronger than those emotions of the of the past so that way when i'm making decisions it's based off of this, right? This is the energy I'm coming forward with. And it like, it started to click. And I was like, okay, it may started making a lot of sense. 
you've done you've given such a great explanation of everything that he's spoken about in the book so far like you've done a phenomenal job that's exactly it well and it well yeah it had to make sense to me for me to do it to some extent right so and it was kind of the impetus to my social media post because i have spent 14 years being afraid of doing something but for no real reason, like, and, and I've just held on to it, held on and held on and held on. But holding on, I kept making the same decisions. And I was finally like, fuck it. I am getting rid of this shit. And it's no longer going to be a negative thing to me. And I am going to find ways to make this positive. And now as I move forward in life, yes, like it sucks. I mean, it's a shitty situation. But Explain I can find a way. Huh? Can you give context to the situation? So if people are yeah, listening, they my know. dad's, my dad's suicide, you know, even when he took his own life and, and finding him and the whole experience of it is like, you know, like I, I've said it in multiple podcasts that we have, like I've used it as like this thing where I, it's like, it's like my excuse for making decisions that I make. Right. And it's, and, and it's always this negative thing and it's sad and it's hurtful and it's pain. And it's like, but it doesn't have to be. I mean, yeah, it sucks. And it's, it's what I was dealt to some extent, but like, I think I can take this experience. I can tell a story. I can create connections with people. Ideally in the future, um, work with some organization, you know, use it, as a way to actually help people and do something positive. And now this thing that has been holding me back for so long and really just like creating this massive hole within my soul is something now that fulfills other people, like makes helps them live a better life. And it's like, maybe you just change the whole perspective. Like it's flipped it on its head. It's no longer this crazy, terrible thing. It's something that actually I can use to make a positive experience in other people's lives. And it's like, well, that's like the whole emotion behind it changes at that point. Yeah, because you've changed your narrative. You've changed the way you're thinking about it. And that changed the way you feel about it. And that changes the way that you show up in the world. Right? Yeah, and it's now... been a massive shift. I mean, I'm not going to lie. Like that, like, it, it was a tough day to, to some extent. You know, you when you're shedding that stuff, like a lot of, you shed emotions too. You know, yeah. but you have to, you have to. And, and it took like two days and then like today I woke up and I'm like, I'm fucking good. Like, I feel good. I'm tired because I'm staring at this damn screen all day, but I feel good. You do feel good and you, 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 you feel energized and like on form and present and a lot different to how I've experienced you in the last couple of months. Yeah, I mean, it's just been this big shift. I mean, these last couple of months, I mean, and, and then like then moving on to this book, like it's just like there's something weird about it in such a good way. Um, but also something really hard. Like it's it's very hard. It's a, it's a hard, the pivotal point in life. And usually like those points of change, like, you know, they're hard, they're emotional, but what comes out of them is like, it's just something beautiful. And like you can see it playing out. Like it's pretty cool. Isn't it amazing? It's this kind of, you know, it's this, for me at least, it's this real 
at the end of Joseph, because I think what's created the biggest shift for me is the meditation, doing the meditation in the morning and the evening, right? Reading the book is one thing and taking in the knowledge and understanding it is one thing, but actually doing the practice is really what shifted stuff for me. And at the end of the meditation, it says, put your hand on your heart. And if you did connect to the divine, may there be a sign, right? And yeah. I feel like every single day there is a sign. And the sign to me is that there is a path that's so much greater than the one that I can create for myself. If I remain mm -hmm. present, if I stay in this moment and if I trust the process. And so mm -hmm. people that are showing up in my life, the people that are staying in my life, like you, um, the opportunities that are coming are beyond my wildest expectations. And it's invigorating and it's exciting and it's so different. Because I think I am taking the time every morning and every night to create this future. Um, not necessarily with a specific outcome in mind, but rather with a different perspective. That being the observer and realizing that my thoughts create my feelings and my feelings create my reality. And the reality like, is all the experiences that I draw to myself. So breaking those patterns by doing these meditations... Mm -hmm has been phenomenal. Well, I agree. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting because, and I think you said like without a specific um, like endpoint in mind. And I think like when, when, when he talks about it in the book, like at some point you get very specific, but maybe not in your meditation, but you write it down. Like, okay, what do you, what do you want out of your future? And maybe it's not like the entire future. It's just one specific thing you want out of the future. And you write it down and you're like, I want to go here. And then it's like, I want to go here with this person. And here's what I want to experience. Here are the feelings. Here's what I want to eat. Here's what I want to drink. And here's what I want to see. And like, you get very specific. And I think there's time for that. And, and, and I'd like to get there. But right now, it's just very general. But in a good way, like it's this... And, and you've and, and you've talked about this a lot, and now it's starting to kind of come up in like my thoughts and what I want, and it's this idea of being free. Yeah, and it's yes, you know what I mean. And it's like, yeah, it's just um, no longer like held down by anxiety and fear and all these things and it's like no like free yourself of that stuff and just be open to the experiences and open to life and like well, here's and the, then have have the freedom which could be financial which it, it is but but have that freedom to have these experiences but also provide this experience and have this ability to connect with others like that's like those are the things that tend to pop up quite a bit when i'm thinking about it Absolutely. And, you know, just, okay. So for me, the book really is about breaking free from this addiction that I have to negative thinking and which I don't even realize I have these, this addiction, I think we all have to negative thinking, which then creates negative feeling, which then draws the same experiences to us. Right. And in the book, he writes, um, and if most of the time you're living by those addictive stress hormones, you might use your boss to reaffirm your addiction to judgment. You might use your co-workers mm. to reaffirm your addiction to competition. You might use your friends to reaffirm your addiction to suffering. You might use your enemies to reaffirm your addiction to hatred, your parents to reaffirm your addiction to guilt, your Facebook feed to reaffirm your addiction to insecurity, 
the news to reaffirm your addiction to anger, your ex to reaffirm your addiction to resentment, and your relationship with money to reaffirm your addiction to lack. And yeah. I found that, um, you know, another thing that he says a lot is when your brain is incoherent, you become incoherent. So we lose when our brains are incoherent because we're stuck in this addict, addictive mind, um, this self-imposed jail of addiction, nothing can run smoothly. And right. the answer is so simple. The answer is truly so simple because even from the first time I meditated, I created, I noticed a huge shift, right? And not every yeah. meditation you have is powerful, but it always leaves me feeling even just a little bit better than when I went in doing to doing it. Um, so I don't really know where I was going with that, but essentially, no. But I think, yeah, I think that's right. And I think the, what he kind of followed up with at some point in there is like the stronger that emotion is that you're addicted to, like the more you play, you place attention and energy on that person, object, place, or circumstance, right? And then then that pulls energy away from being present and creating this like future for yourself and man you think about all the things that i mean i think about all the things that creates that that create fear and anger and all that stuff in my life i'm like man like i there's so much that i'm giving away to things that and, and that one, do nothing for me. Two, continue to repeat themselves because I let them because of this addiction, right? It's super interesting. And I know at some point he talked about like how this, how there's these, this feeling or the hormones that are associated with those emotions and how that can also be very addicting and why you have to create an emotion with this future experience that is stronger, right? You know, and, and that's been hard. Like, that's not an easy thing to do through meditation. No, none of this stuff is easy. But yeah. if you need to win yeah. is suffering, then, you know, I'm, I'm always a big, I'm happy to put in any action always. Like, I'm always happy to try. I'm always happy to put in action because I constantly want to grow and evolve and find this freedom. And to me, this practice really has been the practice that has given me the most freedom. Um, yeah. Also, just look, reading his case studies and the research that he uh, refers to about, you know, how when we do keep having these thoughts and they do rele release these hormones because they do have a physiological response, like the, the negative thinking, like how that creates disease and illness in the body. And so, so much. In fact, everything stems from the way that we think. And to realize that we are not our thoughts and we are not our feelings, but that we have the ability to create a life based on the way we think and then the way we feel, fucking mind-blowing. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I mean, I know I've definitely experienced it the other way, right? Like, it, Well, that's I the mean, thing. Think... Don't we all have those case studies where we can be like, I can show you a hundred negative things on how this manifests constantly. Yeah, like just completely stressing yourself out with like anxiety, negativity, all these things, and then waking up and just being sick, like legit sick. Like all all of a sudden, bam, like just nailed with something that feels like the flu. And you know what I mean? Like creating what? 
for yourself. Um, yeah, super, super interesting. Um, I like the discovery he has in here, though. Anything that is no longer in a vibrational match between you and your future is going to fall away. Let it. Don't try to put your old life back together because you're going to be way too busy with a new destiny you're calling to yourself. That made me so happy reading that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's scary, but that's the part of like the unknown that he talks about. And, and you know what's funny is like you read that. I, I was reading that part when he talks about the unknown and the unknown being um, it can be scary and there's a lot of fear there, but that's where all the opportunity is, right? And when when reading that, it kind of made me also think of some of the stuff that like Jordan Peterson would talk about with adventure and the unknown and like, you know, he always loved to tell, talk, tell the stories of like the, uh, the Knights of the Round Table and looking for the, uh, what you call it, the, the, uh, oh my God. I have no idea what you're talking about. You don't know what I'm talking about? No. It was like the cup, like the secret cup oh. that Jesus drank out of that, like, the, yeah, but I forgot what it was called. But anyways, they all went looking for it and they... like they all went looking in like the darkest areas of like the forests and those types of things. And it was like, well, finding this like secret to life, finding this fulfillment, finding, you know, your perfect future sometimes means you have to go to the darkest places, most unknown places, the scariest places, which is hard because, you know, I think about, my life, like for me, a lot of my choices were based off of, and we've, I mean, I've talked about it over and over again, stability, stability, safety, safety, safety. Like this is that, that thought pattern of like, and that's because of the past. Like, it's not that I really want that. It's because why do I want safety and stability? Because of all the things that have happened in the past. It is like, that is a, a past tense sense of thinking that has prevented me from achieving things I want out of life. It's super interesting. Because the unknown is not very stable and safe right when you're going through it. But that's where everything is. Do you want stability or do you want the ability to control? Good question. Because what does stability mean? That things don't change? You know, I think I think stability means when I'm originally thinking about it, and now it changes. It's changed over the last few months as I've really started to dig into it. Yeah. But it's just like this idea of low risk, right? Not a lot of change. And it's just, and, and I, like I said, why? Because life in the past was full of risk and a lot of change, right? So it's like, is that really what I want? Or am I just kind of stuck in reliving past events? And that's what's what I'm making these decisions based off of. Like, because then, like, if I really think about what I want, it's not stability. It's like, it's not freedom. stability, it's freedom. It's the, it's the freedom 
to do the things I want to do and connect with the people I want to connect with and create the communities that I want to create and create the experience for me and my kids and my friends and my family that I want to create. And that's not done by just playing it, you know, safe and, and not allowing change to happen. That's actually done from change. Like there's going to have to be some change. You know what I mean? Yeah. And there's going to have to be a little bit of risk. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Like life's an adventure. Like you have to accept adventure to some extent. And if you don't, you know, but the only thing we have control over are our thoughts and our feelings and the way we behave. Ours, no one else's. Yeah. 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 Or it's uh it's definitely an exciting journey and it's a definitely a riveting book. Yeah, it's cool. That's really cool. Like I enjoy I enjoy reading it and then really trying to think through it for myself. Like, all right, well, how does this mean for me? And you know, what does this idea of infinite possibilities mean like on a day to day basis? How can I how can I visualize this to where it makes sense to me? Um because when I start to do that then then the meditations get better. Like I'm not just putting I'm not wholeheartedly just trusting it without understanding. Like I like to have a little bit of understanding in the explanation and then the experience. So like doing both of these things, the morning and evening meditations, as well as reading the book and then trying to do a little bit of thought and research on it. Like even like the, I, I'm, I just pulled up some information on like the, and this just goes into chapter three, but the, uh, the, uh, what's his name's, um, I forgot the dude's name, the doctor who created the experiment with the robot and the baby chicks. Like, I want to understand a little bit more about that experiment. Do you have your face? You must not have gotten there yet. <laughs> I'm, or I'm literally like, so not interested in experiments. I just want to feel. So, yeah, it was interesting. So you had this robot, right? And then these baby chicks and the baby chicks hatched and then they imprinted on the robot. And um, the chicks followed the robot around for a while. And then what they did and I'm trying to remember this exactly, but I think they put the chicks in like a caged area so they couldn't move and follow the robot. And the robot was programmed for random movement. So 50% to the left, 50% to the right. So it kind of went all over this room, but it was random, but it always over time hit 50% on each side. Once the chicks were locked on one side of the room, the robot spent most of its time on the other. And it was like this, and like it was like this idea to some extent of like telekinesis, this idea of the chicks using that energy to change the direction of the robot itself to some extent. Oh, I have that not. Was like, well, that's super interesting. I mean, like, so that's what I got from him. And I just pulled up some information on the study that I want to read into to like fully understand it. Um, oh my gosh, you're gonna have that's that study next time we're on. Yeah, and like even the idea of like how electrons can bounce back through you know, like different areas in different forms, and it's only once observed, like like brought into the awareness and observed from the individual that the electron itself becomes something that is like matter to some extent, right? In this observation effect from an electron which means like so when i was thinking of when you think about that it's like 
it is that idea of like, well, then, you know, you have all this energy and these infinite possibilities and it's, it's when you bring those possibilities into your awareness that they become like the path forward. Um, and I, and I actually pulled this, this, um, explanation of the observer effect of electrons that was super interesting and kind of yeah i'm going to read it to you so the observer observer effect with electrons is a phenomenon in which the act of measuring or observing the position or momentum of an electron changes its behavior in quantum mechanics electrons can exist in multiple states or locations at the same time known as superposition of states however when an observer measures the position or momentum of an electron it collapses the superposition into a single state and the electron behaves as a particle with a definite position and momentum. This effect suggests that the act of observation itself can have an impact on the physical behavior of a particle being observed. Like that's the 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 fact that just observe observing it actually creates a single state until you stop observing it, and then it can dissipate into like energy in multiple states again. Is mind blowing. Okay, so how would you translate that into something that you could? I don't want to say control, but that you could influence. Well, I think it's this whole idea of of energy. I mean, because that's essentially what an electron is. It's energy, right? So, and. He kind of goes into a little bit, and there's still a lot of understanding to do. I mean, there's no way I'm going to understand it enough in a couple of weeks. But this idea of, you know, energy moves through these states of waves. And, you know, he kind of uses like radio and that kind of stuff to explain it, which you think starts to make sense at that point. There's all these frequencies and energy, and we're taking in stuff all the time, right? So we have all these energies. And when we're in this meditative state, we can kind of change, uh, uh, apparently change the frequency of our brain and we can create this observation of the state that we want to be in. So I, I, what I'm somewhat understanding is like, it's this, it's this awareness and observation of the energy of this future that allows us to turn it into something that would be material how can you set a goal for yourself to see if you can achieve that well, i think we're doing it how well i think it's done through a con like the consistent practice of meditation but i think with this consistent practice of meditation to fully to fully, um, let's just call it measure the efficacy of it. And like, are we reaching the results we're supposed to be reaching? Is there has to be consistency in that, that future event? So, and then that's it, right? Like, if we're, if, 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 if the thing that changed was two weeks ago or whenever it was, we started this book, we started the meditation practice, we started creating a future in a feeling and emotions that we wanted. And 
over the next weeks, months, years, that starts to um, materialize. Well, I think that's it. Oh, for sure. And I mean, I've seen it. I've seen it come to kind of fruition with the with the with the event that we're organizing as well, where um, you know just wildly weird synchronistic things are happening and absolutely into our lives and you know that match exactly what we're needing and it's just it's mind-blowing yeah i think you become it is mind-blowing i think you become more like because like you were saying you're you 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 want a sign to say like okay this is this is the path right this is the right way and you become more aware of events that take place throughout the day and and they become less you 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 stop assigning good or bad to them right like yeah yeah, yeah, i I don't you, you know what i mean where it's like oh my god i can't it's like well, this happened, and like what this happened, like what direction has it now pointed me down? You know what I yeah. mean? Like I, I, I don't know if I'm articulating this right, but it's, it's like typically perfect. something would happen. You're like, oh my god, I can't, you know, like so and so did this or this happened. I got this email. I got this call. This thing, and you create this emotion to it. That's like, it's negative, 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 negative. Now you get it and you're like, okay, well this happened. Like which, like where, where am I going based off of this? And maybe that's it. Maybe that's the sign. Like go with it. It doesn't have to be a negative thing. It's a thing. Like take it as for what it is. It's, it's a sign. It's, it's a change in direction. Now move in that direction. Like, you know what I mean? Totally. And don't just don't take those old feelings and those thoughts and those outcomes and put them on this experience because you actually have no idea. Totally. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Which. Yeah. And that alone, like that part of it is super freeing because. I mean, shit happens every day. Right. And if every day something happens and it has to be this negative thing and then you have to go back to like this, those same thought patterns. Why does this happen to me? And this always happens to me, you know, and then it's like, well, then the next negative thing happens. And the next negative thing happens because that's what you're drawing to you when it's like, hey, this happened. I'm just going to go this way now because this is yeah. where it points me down. Right? Well, it's yeah. not a negative thing anymore. This is the thing. This is the thing and that totally- happened. And now I'm moving forward, moving this way. No, no worries. Not a big deal. Let's go. Oh. Anyway, I'm feeling exhausted right now. I know. You feel energized. You know what I'm going to do here in a little bit? No, I, I do. I do have a little bit of energy. You know, I don't know what just the hell. Just, you know what happened? I'm not going to lie. A little plug right here. You had yeah, a keto. I, IQ? I did. I totally did. I totally did. I had the HP. I meant keto and IQ. I totally did. Right? Like, 15 minutes before the call, I was I like, that's what I need. But but it's interesting. So I actually like that stuff. And then we should get them to sponsor us, but I don't think we're big enough. But this is not even a sponsorship thing by anything. But I feel way, I, I feel like I get more um, cognitively from that than physically. Now I do like physically, I, I do feel a difference. Um, I think the physical aspect of it is like, I become less mentally fatigued in a long workout. So it's still mental, 
but in terms of like work or paying attention and that kind of stuff, right? Just like uh, cognitive energy, like man, that stuff works. It's phenomenal. It really is. I promise you. I know when I'm really, um, when I am really struggling, that if I take that, I'm going to be okay. And I do. Yeah. And I should have taken for this because, like, I'm I've reached that play that space where I'm starving. Yeah. And I'm tired and I've recorded, we've been on a lot of calls. I've recorded a podcast with, with, uh, with Connor this morning, which was phenomenal. And, um, my son just put Chipotle on my desk and that's all I can smell and think of right now. Sounds good. Yeah. You want to come over? Yeah. It'll be cold by the time I get there. Was it two and a half hours? Can you teleport yourself here? I can have lunch with I you. Know. Yes. What is, we're we going to be and changing things and stuff, and you can't make this happen? Seriously? I mean, I should be able to just turn myself into a series of electrons and bounce from one place to the other, you know? <laughs> There's another part, and we'll get into this part uh, next time. It was super interesting to me. I'm not even going to get into it because I'll well, wait till next time. But yeah, right now. yeah it was, uh, we'd have to think more about it. We need, we need more attention from you to, to discuss it, but we'll hit like the second half of chapter three and then chapter four next time. Okay, perfect. So we'll do chapter three, second half of chapter three and chapter four next time. All right. Sounds good. Perfect.